Hello again, everyone, and welcome to the podcast, Oh Those Toes, episode 203. With you, as always, I'm Top Toes. And I'm Emmy. And that's it. It's just both of us tonight. <laughs> we did. Uh, we teased that it could be any number of people, and in the end, just the classics. <laughs> just, oh Those Toes classic. But you say, like, it's, it's, oh, it's just us. Like, it's a bad thing. No, this is like... <laughs> No, but if you, if people are listening to this <laughs> like in sequence, we teased, oh, it could be me and Bliss, or me, you, and Bliss, or possibly you and Bliss, and yeah. then, no, it's it's and just it us. Just, just regular old Just podcast. regular old classic <laughs> us. I will miss her um, in this episode, though. She, It was really fun to do the last one. It'll happen again, I'm sure. It will, for sure. Uh so, um, either we, um, well, no, I was going to say either we're comping up. We're not comping up. We had so much response to the question that we posed for episode 202 that we just got to keep going. And really, what's this podcast about? It's about foot fetish and um, the foot fetish and type things. It's kind of the nature of. I think it's the nature of what people tune in to hear anyway. Right. And I mean, there were so many that we missed. I mean, we got like a third of the way, you know, with well, all the subcategories. We missed so many that I didn't want to make anyone. I didn't want to give more importance to some than others because they're all I mean, it's our fetish. It's all equally important. So, yeah. Uh, and I mean, we have some that we know are going to be planned full episode things going forward. Um, and some that maybe we'll go full episode at a later time um but well there are some that we just can't have a full episode on like you know casting you know like uh the injured foot and the casts on the feet and the leg i mean there's not really much that i can say about that not much you and i can say about that if we found somebody who was really into it they might be able to talk for hours on why um yeah, used to have so, a friend on Instagram. She seems to have disappeared, but she was really into the cast fetish thing, and it seemed like she could talk forever. So, you know, we find the right cast fetishist. Um, you know, not to be completely contrarian to you, but with anything, we find the right fetishist who loves this as much as we love what we love. Um, right. Any any co- concept is its own full episode. And yeah. we can never exhaust... Hopefully we can never exhaust everything within the fetish because then we'd have to stop. <laughs> we've well, reached no, and this the is... end. There is no more foot fetish to talk about. Good night. We've, we've talked about everything there is to talk about. The end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you are an expert in any of these subcategories or, you know, you know enough that you could teach us some things, I would love to have you on the show. Yes, I think that's the better phrasing we i an episode ago or two we said expert and then we kind of started parsing expert like how do we call someone an expert and how do you determine if somebody's an expert if you can teach if you can teach any and i and our listeners something you're the perfect guest for us yes yeah and 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 i don't mean you know (laughs) we're just going over the responses and we got a lot of come on your toes, come on your souls, come on your, no, if, if you want to talk about the different ways to come on one of our souls 
then then no the answer is <laughs> gonna be no okay yeah <laughs> if you can teach us something that's actually interesting because well i mean i'm sure there are people for whom the the ultimate expression of their fetish is to come on their partner's feet um i've done it a number of times there's there's something gratifying about it absolutely and then I know some people will take it further and they want to come on their partner's feet and then be made to, or by choice, lick it right back off. Um, right, yeah. Well, that goes know. back to almost like the, the domination, right? Like the part, domination, part of the... Humiliation, um, forced degradation, or the, the fantasy illusion of forced degradation um is huge with the submissive male foot fetishist i guess the submissive person foot fetishist um so it, it's always we're always going to come back to that it's it's so entwined in it and i was listening back through an earlier episode and reminded that i think one of our most important guests not that there's a person that defines this yet but one of our most important guests for this podcast is going to be a submissive male foot fetishist because you and I have agreed that it's actually not the direction we approach the fetish from primarily, which is so odd because it's probably the most typical. That was, yeah, the most common one. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but if we weren't oddballs, we wouldn't do this. The other thing I was thinking about is if, if there was no COVID, would we have done this? I think we would have. Probably I mean, would have taken a lot longer to get off the ground. Maybe, maybe, yeah. But I mean, I I, re- I do really appreciate that you gave me that push. I mean, I know that you know, like I presented the idea, and then we talked about it a little bit, and then it was like crickets. You know, like I forgot about it, and then I don't know how many weeks it was or months, but I I know that I feel like you were just like, okay, let's fucking do this. And I was like, oh yeah, okay, we gotta do this. <laughs> I feel amazingly guilty that I'm now getting into other fetish podcasts now that we're doing it. Like, I never gave that world a second thought until I became part of the community of it. And now I feel like I'm playing catch up. Yeah. uh, No, I mean, I've listened. I was I've listened to some podcasts in the past. I wasn't the majority of them weren't all fetishy like they are now. Um, But, you know, like I listened to a podcast there's a it's a couple um and i haven't listened in so long i can't remember their name but it was really quite almost boring it was very basic it was just about their lives like i just came you, across it one day yeah well, and they can, were gabbing about their lives and you can podcast about <laughs> anything and i'm sure there's plenty of people out there who've tuned into us for one reason or another and gone oh these are just two weirdos talking about feet why am i listening to this right, anyway. well because you found it um, and then, we and hope, then you kind of like us. <laughs> we hope, yeah, we hope that some that people find us for whatever reason and and stay. Um, we yeah. we imagine that you stay. Our listenership keeps going up, so a lot of you are staying. And for those of you who are, we love you. Yeah, thank um, you so much. Thank you. <laughs> and it's hard to it's hard to spread the love. Um, I think. Uh, talked about somebody asked us about what we're doing new in the new year and i said we're going to try to spread the love a little more on some of the other platform the other social media platforms um and i think 
I just need to back that off a touch. I think we need to spread the love more. And it's it's hard because I'm like, I'm going to post about the podcast and it feels, of course, like an advertisement. And yes, I want to advertise. I want more and more listeners. I want the world listening to us. So yes, I'm going to advertise. <laughs> but at the same time, sometimes if I'm just posting for love of the people who are tuning into the podcast, does it also just look like an advertisement? It, it might, but you know, at the end of the day, like there are people that are avid listeners and followers, and I think they kind of look forward to that. Um, and then, you know, they get busy, life gets busy, and so they might miss an episode or two, and then we post something about it, and they're like, oh, hey, I forgot to listen to that one, you know, so. and Yeah, it seems like, oh, hey, I forgot to listen to that one, or I'm scrolling through the list, and oh, that looks interesting. For some reason... The Suck Those Toes episode is blowing up. <laughs> Obviously, that was a really good episode. I our mean... earlier episodes <laughs> have bigger listenership because they've just been on the air longer. But compared to the listenership of the surrounding episodes, it's obvious that people just it's it's not even a comment that the episode is really good because how would they know the episode is really good? Well, it's, it's a really interesting topic. I mean. It's a, yeah, it's a compliment to the title, I think, more than anything, because that one, more than anything, is getting what I would say call out of place listens. You know, there's people who've listened to episode one through continuously. There's people who pick up and listen to the current episode. And then it's obvious that more people than not go back and listen to that episode specifically. Do you suppose maybe it's the same people listening to that episode like over and over because? Was kind of uh, hot. No, the, the, <laughs> the statistics that I have access to uh, only track unique listens. Ah, okay, okay. So you know, if you're just fast forwarding and rewinding through it until you finally get that nut, <laughs> <laughs> that's not we helping do it with us. Porn. I'm sure somebody's doing it with our podcast. <laughs> it's not helping our numbers, but you know, it's okay. Like, have fun, definitely. <laughs> do what you want to do with our podcast. Put it on while you shower. I know somebody who religiously listens to it in the bathtub. Uh huh. It's, it's yeah. become a routine. The podcast drops, they draw a bath, they listen to the podcast in the bath. A shimmery listens while she folds laundry on Tuesdays. So, <laughs> and I listen to it. It drops on Tuesday night, and I listen to it. Um, my commute in my lunch hour and my commute home on the following on the the Wednesday. I I used to listen to it uh, on my way home Tuesday evenings because it was like an you know it would drop and then an hour later I'd get off work. But I've recently started carpooling and it's a <laughs> it's it's a it's a volunteer. You know he's like twenty one. It's Eddie's turn to lead the Venpool <laughs> Radio, and you all will have to listen to our podcast. <laughs> Okay, and it's like this, you know, this this kid that like lives right around my neighborhood that I've been giving a ride to every Tuesday, and that's the only day that I give him a ride home. It's Tuesdays, and so I can't really listen. I mean, eventually he's going to end up working where I work, and eventually he'll learn because everyone in my office knows. Um, my boss has overheard bits and pieces, so he doesn't know the whole entire thing. Um, I will but send you a, everyone an, in the office knows. I'll send you an Oh Those Toes flyer that you can hang up on the wall. And it says tune in Tuesday <laughs> nights at five. 
<laughs> for all the clients too, right? All the patients. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Gosh. Better than no. the billboard. Yeah. And then they, and then they tune. I mean, it's one thing to follow me on Instagram or FetLife, right? It's one thing to follow me there. But then you listen to me actively talk and discuss about what turns me on and what doesn't what weird shit is going to make me wet this time i mean that's yeah i can't this is why i don't my instagram everyone knows about my family knows about it but i can't advertise the podcast to them i just but can't have my baby sister on instagram so what's the difference well Just that one one's private step. so that one's private they don't follow me on that one oh but okay. you know um you know, if they wanted to really like be creeps and take a look at what's going on, they'll they'll find my backup, and I don't advertise the podcast on my backup. So, okay. but yeah. Well, so, you know what? This um, we really haven't talked about any uh, much any on topic, <laughs> but it does bring me to something that I did promise that we're going to go back to, and that is, let's take a moment. Oh no, I'm quoting somebody else's podcast. I won't put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk briefly about how to interact with us through the wonderful world of social media uh everybody get your pens out um <laughs> so as we discussed in episode one we <laughs> met on instagram that is still kind of our lo- beloved platform as annoying as has gotten due to terrible federal laws oh god um, yeah it is still our beloved platform it is still where we st- got our start at least in terms of knowing each other uh that's home base that's home base so that's instagram base, yeah. top toes in hose all one word uh and backup slash alt page at team top toes which is also kind of my brand uh your instagram uh it's latina dot cutie dot toes two i'm at two now <laughs> sadly <laughs> Yeah, maybe two is a badge um, of honor. I don't have a two because I've never been deleted, but it is sort of a badge of honor since you're so so old school. You you're you already lost a page. Well, I thought about you know removing the two because I'm I'm obviously not going to get my original page back, right? Right. Um, so you so could I thought rename. about just I could. I thought about renaming, removing the two, but I, you know it's it's fine. <laughs> Everybody's tagging two, like all yeah. of, like there's. You know, it's fine. And then, of course, my backup is any.cutie.toes, which is my name. And any is E-N-N-I-E. Yes, yes. Um, We've never spelled our names. I mean, top toes is two words. So if you can't spell that, well, sorry. But yeah, (laughs) sometimes you need to spell any. Um, So then. Yeah, it's not A-N-Y. No, it's not Annie. (laughs) It's any. Or any, like, you know. Like with anything. Right. It's not, (laughs) no. Let's not confuse people. We spelled it. That's the way it's spelled. E-N-N-I-E. So then I'm the sole practitioner of the tweet. Uh, Again, top toes in hose. Um, Not a whole lot I put up about the podcast on. I try to mirror stuff there, but Twitter moves by so fast. I don't tend to get a lot of podcast interaction there. But if you are a Twitter-only fan, feel free to shoot me a DM there. Because then it won't uh, won't get lost. It won't get lost. Yeah, yeah. Or a mention, um, yes. Then I'll get an alert for it. Um, yeah, I do respond to any DMs about the podcast. I one hundred percent respond to. Um, 
any DMs about purchases, customs, and things like that, I don't really respond to. You have to send an email in that. Um, and uh, email is, what is my email? Annie's Toes Annie's at gmail.com. gmail.com. Yes. Yeah. And then um, my email, same as my brand, teamtoptoes at gmail.com. We do respond to emails eventually. Eventually. Yeah. Uh, sadly, <laughs> it's the one that we catch up on least, but we, we will get but to that's, you. But uh, that's where I get I'm, my, uh, the emails is where I get the, like, the sort of long, that where I make the best connections, I think is email because I get these long letters almost, you know, and then I respond to them the same. It's not just like chatting. So, right. um, and then I am doing on... better about checking all platforms, usually on a, well, it's, it's just before we record whatever day that happens to be, but that means it's a good chance to get a last minute thing in. And it also means mm-hmm. at the very least, you're going to get something within a week. Cause that's once a week, I'm going to be checking everything for messages. Uh, so the last, the newest social media platform, um, well, the, the podcast has been there since its inception, uh, FetLife. Uh, and then recently, we've rejoined the FetLife community. Uh, the FetLife... Wait. Hmm? Well, you've been on for a long time. I was on for a long time. And then I kind of disappeared. And I just kind of renewed my presence there. Um, and there was really never an identity for Top Toes, but there is now. So the podcast is Oh, Those Toes. Just ram together as one word search it uh top toes is available on fetlife at top toes all one word <laughs> and uh i think on fetlife i'm miss any i believe it's yeah miss any all one word yep pretty yep. easy and obvious um and, and then... I'm, I'm very new i am very new to fetlife so um i'm still working my way around there i've got like five pictures up or something like that. I don't know. Yes. Spam them with love. <laughs> I, I do like FetLife. I haven't uh, it's been on much platform. the last week, but I really like it. I'm really enjoying it. So I'm, I'm definitely going to get into it more. Well, the one thing we, we discussed it one week or two weeks ago, the one thing you'll never get on FetLife is you, why are you posting this foot thing? Because everyone there is kinky. Because mm-hmm. you're not yeah. on FetLife if you're not kinky. You'll get people just not paying you any mind because your kink is not their kink. But I don't think I've ever seen a kink shaming at all on FetLife. And you're definitely never going to get some vanilla going, ew, what the heck is up with these toes everywhere? No. In fact, I think I'm the vanilla. I'm considered the vanilla on FetLife because <laughs> it's just neat. You know, like there's no assholes or tits or whatever on there. So <laughs> My, I'm pretty vanilla on FetLife. But, but feel um, free to reach out to either of us. Uh, if you reach out to the Odo's Toes page, you're probably going to get me more often than not. Uh, or you'll you'll interface with me and I'll kind of relay message. And the, the response will be from the podcast from Top Toes and any, but uh, mm-hmm. literally typed by Top Toes. And um, I just started back up on um, Reddit which you're not on, but no. I love it. I love Reddit. Um, I, I've been on it for years and years, but I used it for personal stuff. I didn't use it for anything fetishy, but I've recently 
um, started going back on there for the podcast. Um, so Reddit is mostly podcast kind of stuff. So, um, well, Reddit is I've... mostly everything in the universe, but you can so easily, <laughs> they call them channels, right? Um, they're, they're groups. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're groups. Yeah. yeah. You can, you can sort of filter your Reddit and interact with the, the, the different Reddit sub communities almost exclusively. So that's kind of where you stuck yourself. And I've noticed that, yeah, some of the, some of the very cool responses we've got on things have come out of the Reddit community and happy. Well, to... and I, I made a mistake and I uploaded a profile picture of my toes. It was literally just my penguin toes and immediately it got like uh, flagged. And what they do is just, they just take down your picture. They just block it. So nobody can really see it. And it just has this like, black dot that says like not safe for work and okay. yeah so you can't Tumblr used like, to be like that too so i was like oh well that's not, but now i can't even change it back to like a like i can't put like a teddy bear on i feel like i can't change it anymore that's just my eternal picture apparently oh that's weird. i'm i'm scarlet letter <laughs> i've been flagged and maybe, i can't change it anymore <laughs> maybe that's a badge of honor and so- yeah the last, well, the last one isn't social media, but then again, neither emails. Uh, in the works right now, and hopefully by the time this episode airs or shortly thereafter, uh, the podcast will have a website. Um, the so oh those toes dot team top toes dot com, uh, will be the home of the podcast, and I don't know that we're going to do a whole lot there um mostly i think just another place to get the most recent episodes uh and a lot of links to all of our social media and all the links to where which platforms you can hear the podcast on i think it's listed 10 already and it's probably more those are just the ones that report back to me um because i know like my list doesn't include apple podcasts and then I searched Apple Podcasts, and we are there. Uh, just mm-hmm. they don't they don't ping back to Anchor, but um, the ones that do uh, direct links. So if you prefer to listen on Breaker, if you prefer to listen on, uh, I can't think of some Spotify. The direct links will be there. Um, so that's the new project. Um, I'm pretty confident by the time this episode drops, you'll be able to. Uh, well, don't press pause. Wait until the episode <laughs> and then go to ohthosetoes.teamtoptoes.com and uh, see what we have to offer there or see all the wonderful places you can stalk us. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're, if you're anything like me, I, you know, when I become a fan of someone, I like something, I do kind of stalk them a little bit, but you know, it's not stalking. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm really impressed by them and I admire them. And so I want to learn more about them. And a lot of times we don't really talk about our personal, you know, ourselves too much. Um, or maybe we talk about ourselves too, way too much. I don't know. But um, for whatever other information you need or want about us, I mean, there are other areas that you can explore. So, yeah. And if you want to read paragraphs about us, then that's obviously the FetLife Profile. At least me, mine's like 14 paragraphs long. It's almost an essay, but it's probably well, where think... you're going to learn the most about me. 
yeah, I think yours is, is definitely one that people are going to want to go check out because your Instagram page is n- absolutely nothing about you other than that you love nylons. Right. And, you know, so, so we can, you know, uh, come to the conclusion that you love sci-fi and Star Wars and nylons and feet. But other than that, there's not really much about you other than your daily socks, you know? Yeah. Um, no, the, uh, the so, profile just, yeah. It cracks into a little more of me and um, the fact that I've been a member of the King community for, Oh dear God, I don't want to estimate. Um, <laughs> well over 25 years. That makes you sound really old. I am. You're not. We discussed a couple episodes ago. I went to high school in the 40s with Sam and Libby. (laughs) (laughs) You better correct that because some new listener is going to think that that's true. (laughs) No, no. But I have been uh, an active member of the the King community for over 25 years. Uh, That's because I'm 26. (laughs) The truth is somewhere in between. Yeah, we're we, we're in our forties. We're gonna leave it like that. Yeah. But um, okay, so we've spent the first part of our podcast uh, plugging ourselves. The next part is going to be we're gonna go back to um, our subcategories uh, of the foot fetish, the ones that we didn't touch on the first time. Uh, and a few from the listener mailbag. When we come back. Okay, we're back, and um, sometime before the break and before we broke to go off on our social media and plug ourselves a bunch, um, (laughs) we brought up, as often comes up, um, the concept of uh, humiliation and domination and how, oh, so much of the foot fetish experience is so tied to that. Um, And I know that our listeners definitely brought up a number of points that all fall under that giant umbrella. Um, you have a favorite? What's your favorite way to humiliate your foot boys? Oh, God. <laughs> um, you know, I don't really like to humiliate them. Lie. I... Just say something from the list. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you one that I want to try. Okay, um, that's good enough. I want to eventually trample someone. I mean, I have a, I have really strong legs and I have a heavy foot and I think I could really cause some damage. Um, yeah. And I, 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 I kind of want to, I know that when we had our guest on mad souls, she said that she does some trampling and, um, and that the guy wanted him her to jump on him as hard as she could right and so i don't know that that's something i would do because i think i could really damage someone's oh, organs rib, rib, <laughs> ribs heal it's fine um but but yeah trampling is a big deal um i know a few people who do some trampling and i know the guys are always like jump jump on me jump off the couch on me Climb up to the fourth floor and a ladder jump on me. And, like, and the girls are always terrified to do it. And I, no one I know has ever killed anyone or even put them in the hospital. So I guess we're more resilient humans than we want to believe. You know, if somebody signed a waiver 
And I mean, like, really, like we, we got the waivers signed and they were going to accept 100% responsibility. Well, if you ever did this in a legal, case, well, I think and... you'd actually have to. I think that's something that would require like a written consent. And, because and the... I would, then I would do it. Yeah, I would totally do it. I know we mentioned possibly discussing trampling in deeper detail with the, the episode on giantess. Um, and don't, they're related one has giantess fantasies definitely have some um some trampling elements almost always have some trampling elements but yeah. not all trample fans are fans of giantess they're just fans of being trampled so, i think all of the giantess fetishes almost all of them are going to have involve some type of squishing or squishing and vore but the vor. ones who are, the ones who are specifically into vore and for those people who haven't heard the term vore is the um within the giantess fetish the fetish for being swallowed whole or watching the giantess swallow tinies, tiny mm-hmm. people whole. Being eaten. <laughs> eaten. Yeah, maybe not swallowed whole, eaten, devoured. Um, and I know a lot of the, the, the giantess fans who are still into foot fetish are also into vor. Um, well, and that so. brings us back into cannibalism. I know it doesn't bring it. Well, I guess it is technically foot. cannibalism. Yeah, foot cannibalism. Yeah, I, mean... I saw that some some listener mentioned foot cannibalism, and I thought at first I had never really uh, encountered it. That's different from from vor within the giantess scope because the giantess scope the, the usually well we'll say the dominant party usually female is a giant, and the fact that it's giantess implies that ninety eight percent of the fetish is giant female. Shrunk or and or shrunken male. I think some of the fantasies are about the Our woman beach. is actually huge or the man is actually shrunk down tiny. Right. It kind of varies. Um, and then there's a lot of men who like that and the vor. You know, I'm going to squish my tiny humans. I'm going to eat my tiny humans. Um, <laughs> I've even had, a, I've encountered somewhere, uh, I'm going to make my tiny humans masturbate their tiny cum on my giant feet. It, right. Yeah. I, well, I I get asked a lot cannibalism what type... feels like the opposite, doesn't it? Well, I mean, okay, so what if you shrink down a man and then you right. eat him? It's essentially cannibalism. I mean, you're, right. you know, you're eating another human. <laughs> right, but I wouldn't call that foot cannibalism. So the, the well, foot cannibalism question piques my curiosity because I'm not familiar with it. So I I assume that when they say foot cannibalism, they mean um, just the eating of the feet alone. Um, Because I've seen, and I can't remember her page, but um, there's a page dedicated to sort of dressing the foot up in a meal. Hmm. Um, So it's, it's, it's like, like the, the one that stands out the most to me is the, the Thanksgiving Turkey one. So they even have the little, um, the little chef hat looking covers on the toes okay. and they've got gravy all over it. And it's like the salad going around it. And um, sometimes they put it in a sandwich, you know, with like what? cheese. I mean, it's. I've it's... done some toe sucking, obviously. Um, <laughs> I've done some with, uh, with condiments, we'll say uh, whipped cream. I like uh, chocolate sauce gets sticky, but you know, I can imagine if the situation was right feet with gravy could happen i wouldn't 
I wouldn't turn my nose up at the idea. I might not seek it out, but I wouldn't turn my nose up at the idea. So, yeah, but I don't know yeah. that it's a fantasy of yours to like shake a bite out of the t- the the foot and just swallow it. You know, like I don't know. No, no, no. But it, <laughs> you know, almost like you do to children, nibble this. The threat of biting is it kind of a thing. So, I mean, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not into the whole fantasy of actually devouring somebody's foot, but. I think the the term "eat your feet" isn't too far <laughs> off the mark. Um, you know, yeah, 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 and and, and so then that the food, more food uh, related stuff. Um, right. What about there's the food plenty, crush? Plenty. Well, God, there's plenty, plenty in the um, in the whole wet and messy arena. Anyway, food crush, or you know, just like feet covered in well the the new one is um sweetened condensed milk because it looks like something other than sweetened condensed milk well i don't know that that's a food no you know what i mean uh, that's feet and pudding i've seen a ton feet with all kinds of um wet foods especially but also then feet in crushing not so wet foods crushing fruit uh being the gallagher of the foot world why not Mm -hmm. stomp on a stomp on a watermelon I'm not a, I haven't done too much of the uh, food crush, but I have done the liquids, um, the honey. I did a couple of different sets with honey or uh, like a syrup uh, dripping would, down my soles. Um, I would imagine that a lot of the viewers of that type of content are looking at it and imagining that they get to lick it off of you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of the crushing things under my feet. Um, although I probably should, because I think I'd be really good at it. I've got big wide soles and I'm even heavy. It, it, it implies trample and it maybe right. to some degree it implies giantess as well. Um, it definitely implies the power and superiority of your feet. You know, the, the viewer can put themselves not that one would put themselves in the place of an orange, but they put themselves in the place of the thing being crushed, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You're just choosing the thing being crushed based on how well it crushes, how how squished it gets. Uh, you know, imagine if you did it with like a, a, a jelly donut hole. <laughs> that thing would be pulverized and red goo everywhere. The The implication is just there. Cupcakes are pretty popular. I see a lot of cupcakes being squished. Yeah, things that have a a texture that holds them up and have a goo in the middle are probably a a, a favorite. Well, uh, Susan did a watermelon. Remember she she, she mentioned that? I I knew when I said the Gallagher of the foot world, I had said that once before. (laughs) That was from her. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I... I could I yeah I'm sure I could crush a watermelon sure yeah um, um, pies work great too they they hold up they have a shape they have a form and as soon as you crush them they leach forth some sort of gooey goodness I think anything with a with a sort of outer shell inner liquid is very very popular so what about balls <laughs> well if you decided that you want to uh, stomp on somebody's balls to the point that they actually <laughs> pop and leak goo, you better have waivers in front of multiple lawyers. But if you're not at the point of actually doing 
permanent harm and disfiguration, yeah, ball busting is a huge, I said it like, it's not a huge of mine, but it's, it's a huge, huge um, thing in the, in the fetish community, especially Uh, among submissive males. And I can actually say specifically males, uh, no males and non-binary individuals who happen to have testes. I, I have to say that I, that's one of, that's one that I, that I really like. Um, do you know? I do. Um, my husband's allowed me to do it once or twice, but always very limited. Like I, you know, obviously I can't kick as hard as I want or squish as hard as badly oh, as, as I as want to squish. Want. He, okay. he won't let me because I mean, all, for obvious reasons, but, um, but you know, I did, I did make a video for a friend, um, and, and it was a little painful for him, but not to the point where he was sore the next day. So I think maybe that'll be on my, um, that's on my to-do list. Um, then the, the next time or the first time that we attend a party after all of this is over, that's what I'm going to look for. When, <laughs> when we finish recording, you're going to go onto your Fat Life page and you're going to put curious about ball busting. <laughs> And see if I can find a ball. Or perhaps right right on to interested in giving ball busting. (laughs) And see if I can find a friend. (laughs) Well, I don't think you've put a whole lot. I don't think you've explored the fetishes tab on that uh, that site at all yet. I did. I did. Um, If you look at mine, it's ridiculous. My my fetish list is out of control. And most of them, a lot of them are just amusing things. Well, I started Uh, to. I did actually. I started to. So I, I, I did go. And then I decided, you know what, this is too much. And then I removed the majority of them and I left the more basic ones, like the most, the ones that I'm the most interested in. I may have ball busting on there already. I'm going to go look. But but yeah, that's. If I managed not to to note it, uh, then I apologize that I wasn't paying good enough attention. But you've (laughs) also been updating your page uh, since the last time I checked in with you. Um, I don't need to go to your FetLife page to, uh, you know, purve your picks and anything else. I, I have full access to you. Yeah. <laughs> at, a, at a thousand mile distance. Yeah. So ball busting, also CBT, which I, for your sake and the audiences, because I know you've had difficulty with I did. I was before. like, what is CBD? <laughs> <laughs> no, CBD <laughs> Is a uh, a similar enzyme to THC that's also available <laughs> in the marijuana plant and has nothing to do with this podcast, but CBT, cock and ball torture, uh, is just that. Uh, so ball busting is some of it, um, but there's also, um, Chris, there are tables custom designed for persons um, where your CBT victim would lay beneath it. Uh, with their uh, twig and two berries through the hole uh, that are built in such a way to support the weight of a full-grown woman, usually in heels, who can then step on her subs. Um, well, we've said cock and balls. I can say cock and balls on this show. You sure can. And, and uh, interestingly enough, to going to uh, some something we brought up earlier, to do that with no actual view of the sub aside from his um, cock and balls and him having no view of her whatsoever, except the feel of himself, his specific region being trampled. Um, so it, 
the use of one of those devices is just like it's like 17 fetishes in one right yeah oh my gosh no i'm definitely curious about this table <laughs> you're not gonna find it on instagram uh take a little looking to find i've i've seen some some cbt table scenes on uh all the time on tumblr but i left tumblr when tumblr crashed uh Twitter will have it on occasion. You just got to find the, the the right hard doms page to take a look at or account. Um, yeah. So so or, yes, the majority of the cockball torture is going to take place with the foot. So then, so then, is this this is now not really a foot fetish because you can use all types of tools and things to torture the balls with, right? I mean, the, yes and no because in Maybe because of the nature of where where my world intersects with it, but it does seem reasonably universal that uh, kicking and stepping on are the most prevalent forms of CBT. Mm, okay, there are some there there are some devices that are oof, almost like a vice for the balls, uh, so that wouldn't involve the feet at all. Um, weights wouldn't involve the feet at all. But then the practitioners who tend to use that also, I don't know, maybe it is the nature of where I'm coming from that I'm see, intersecting this community. But I've seen, you know, those devices used and feet. Um, I think, interesting... we need to, think we need to try to have, um, try to make this into a full episode and see if we can have a torture or a torturee. <laughs> I, I have a, a torturer in mind who I think might be perfect. Uh, I almost just spit out the name, but you know, short of not vetting them and not asking them yet, let's, let's not. Right. So we don't have, why did so-and-so not make it on? Um, but yes, uh, definitely a pantyhose fan, a foot fetishist, her torture is a foot fetishist. Uh, she explores all kinds of CBT, but it seems to always come back with the feet as well. Um, some wonderfully, and I'm not even totally into this fetish, but the idea, it just seems wonderfully delicious of like the weights on the balls or the, um, or, or that vice type mm -hmm. device that I couldn't describe well with then the teasing from the foot. So like the forced erection that only makes the CBT more painful because of it. Yeah, we've, we've, we've got to have someone on for sure. <laughs> questions i have many uh, questions. <laughs> i'm actually gonna write that name down on my page here so we can discuss it off air be i can show you um both instagram and twitter so you can see both uh the safer work and not safer work versions of this person cool. um yeah because i yeah cbt ball busting even on to ourselves, I think we just uh, stayed on it for like six minutes right. and we're not even <laughs> huge practitioners of it. Right. So 90 minutes on this? Absolutely. Yeah, That's we can definitely. And like crazy. Um, but I'm going to uh, I'm going to bring one up for the other side of the equation. The uh, the male dom or the the foot connoisseur dom with foot submissive does that make sense yes <laughs> it does to me will it make sense to everybody else i don't know <laughs> it will as soon as i describe 
as soon as I mentioned the concept of bastonado, uh, which we did bring up briefly in another show, and I think I failed to maybe explain what it was. I do believe I got a question or two. You said bastonado. What does that mean? And I said, wow, I can't believe I brought it up and didn't say it. Uh, also carries the name Falaka. So bastonado would be an Italian word and Falaka would be a, uh, I want to say Persian, but I could be the wrong Middle Eastern dialect, but a Middle Eastern word. Right. Um, and they are the practice of impact play, i.e. Uh, hitting, striking of the foot. Something I've had a little bit of experience in, something I have um, acquired a few toys specific to to that use something i do enjoy um you know i i own paddles i'll get into that a little bit i don't consider myself a sadist in that i'm not one to paddle somebody's ass until it's bruised there's a lot of uh subs in the paddles community who love to show off their bruises not the level of impact play i'd like to get into but as we discussed because the feet are so sensitive you do not have to get to the bruising point to inflict a lot of momentary pain. So you can do, you can very easily get to screaming pain without long-term harm. Um, so this is something that you, that you practice. This is something you enjoy. Yes. When the mood strikes me. Yeah, we mentioned it when I... I can't remember what episode it was, but I... We mentioned it to Dan and Dawn because they, coming out of the Impact Play world, it was a good intersection for them. So I think in the follow-up episode to them, we might have mentioned that we mentioned it, but I don't think we went into good enough detail on it. Right. No, and I think I, I mentioned it because someone had offered me a ton of money mm. to do that. Um, yes. But I just... I feel like it would be like the level that he was talking about. I feel like it would be really damaging to my feet and I just couldn't do that. But when, um, when we get to be um, presenters, which (laughs) we're definitely saying when um, you, you have threatened to, uh, to take a dominant role with me and um, (laughs) being switchy and you being you. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I can see that happening. Um, but in the second act, we'll turn it around and I'll get to break out the rope and I'll get to uh, cane your soul. <laughs> and, uh... I'm twitchy already. <laughs> That's going to be the. I think that is where, if we can finally find where to. Where... Well, I think it's just being in the community long enough that people hear about us and see us. I think that's what we can bring to the party in the literal and figurative sense that a lot won't, uh, a lot of the presenters on foot fetishism, you know, you've got more often than not, you've got the uh, submissive male and the dominant female and non kink or pardon me, non foot fetish kink people don't necessarily want to watch somebody suck each other's toes or as (laughs) uh, Dan and Dawn said, not even, you know, they mentioned it there. They were intrigued with the guy masturbating over a woman's souls. Um, but being that you and I come from a, a switchy world with a little bit more BDSM kink in it, we can bridge that gap and we can literally do a, a two act presentation that <laughs> shows both sides. Someone needs to hire us. <laughs> this is the goal. This is the goal. We'll work for travel expenses. That's right. <laughs> 
You didn't even pay me that much. <laughs> nah, I, I even like, the, you don't even put me on a plane. Book me train fare, I'll come to you. <laughs> train fare in a, train fare in a, a modest tra- hotel. <laughs> You're going to be on a train for like 30 hours. <laughs> a, Where are we going? Vancouver? <laughs> you know, now with these trains cost as much as airplanes, so. <laughs> That's true, too. Okay. All right. Transportation and a modest hotel. We will come and we will uh, show off the unseen world of foot fetish to your assembled group of kinky people. <laughs> after, after you know, the COVID kind of calms down. <laughs> right. And, and also, while we're within a season or two of this, I don't want you listening to this five years from now when we're accepting thousands of dollars for this because we're... <laughs> This offer is only good until we've gotten a better offer. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> well, that's the problem with podcasts. Somebody in the year 2727, well, no, they're not going to reanimate our corpses. Okay, the year 2032, when we've been like, you know, picked up and syndicated, and they're like, well, you said you'd do it just. You for- said you'd do it for train fare. <laughs> All right. Good Remind me never to make monetary <laughs> offers that can potentially change by time again on the podcast. This one has an expiration date, okay? Of our choosing. How about right. that? How about that? This offer is limited <laughs> while supplies last. Until we feel like it. <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to bring up since you were, uh, you know, you were stomping our audience's balls with your feet uh, metaphorically i decided uh, i need to uh crack yours with a cane metaphorically well you Although know now i'm really interested in cracking yours with a cane literally so let's make this happen i'm not you know i'm a little bit i am I'm, I'm i'm both anxious about that and really excited about that it's a great feeling to have <laughs> that, that is the that is the perfect feeling of just about every submissive especially in 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 an actual uh, impact play S and M play, you, you know <laughs> you'll have to tie it down though. You really will have to use some rope and bondage because I would just want to kick the shit out of you like immediately. I I don't know that I'd be okay. a very good. I sub. can totally do this. Trust me that I know my technique and style. That I could totally do this without you um, accidentally harming me. And it's just about that's just about angles approach. Yeah, I'm not literally going to put my feet in the direction that your knees would bend so I get kicked in the jaw when I do it. <laughs> it's about come, and I want to come in from the side anyway because I want that crop or cane or whatever implement I, I choose to come down across your arch. So that pretty much requires you to be on your stomach oh. or something where your foot is in that position and me to be to your side anyway. So I'm not fearing you kicking me. You know, I'm all... Bondage is fun, or watching you react almost like the way you do when the doctor hits your knee with the hammer. Both have their appeal. I, I, I don't even know what to say to that because I'm such a control freak, and I feel like I would make a horrible sub. <laughs> I don't know that I'd be very. This is the same reason why I make a horrible 
tickly, right? Like, I don't like to be tickled. It annoys the shit out of me. I'm, although that may be more reason for somebody to want to, you know, I, again, with the tickling, we're going to have to really get into this in our next, uh, is going to be the next episode? Yeah. Um, I yeah. think we are set to begin the tickle and, and bondage arc next week. Oh, God. Yeah. This is. I think we're ready to start that. Um, I don't know if we'll be able to run it continuously or have to break it up, depending. But um, yeah, I, I think it's gonna gonna start next week. Um, I'm just gonna back up a bit because you were trying. You, you started <laughs> stuttering and then tried to backtrack and, and get all strong and say, "I'm I'm not into it. I don't think I." <gasps> I you I were would be stuttering. Too, you were. I would you be were, too anxious. Like I I. I don't know that you I could let anxious, go. Of, I don't know that I could relinquish that that power. You know what I mean? I would be. I'm really excited by it, but but and would I? I am, I am would grinning I? with the with the thought in my in the back of my head to to, to almost pull the line and to to kind of in the back of my head the thought of yeah, but I'd make you. It's just kind of floating oh, around. You're such a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is so exciting. <laughs> this is this is now the bratty episode of Oh Those Toads. Uh yeah. This is, you know, it's it's hard with us because we're kind of the same in so many yeah. areas. So So yeah. Let's let's take a moment here. Um <laughs> calm down a touch, get our blood pressures lower because we're both really feeling interested in what's being said. Yeah, I need so I need maybe a drink. in the third segment we can um we can find a way to get back on track, or we can just rename this episode. Go back to our regularly scheduled program after I take a drink. <laughs> and we'll catch you in just a moment. Okay. Now that I've had a chance to catch my breath and uh, wipe the sweat off my brow, <laughs> let's um, flip it back around to you a little bit and um, talk about JOI. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so um for the for our fetishists who are just coming into it or just finding it or have uh, taken a part of it and haven't even realized that it has a name joi is uh, jack off instructions or jerk off instructions i know that so is you... hmm? sorry uh, oh, for those of you a little older, for some reason, uh, in the last eight, ten years, it changed. It used to be J-O-E. Uh, it used to be jerk-off in- encouragement. Um, oh. I guess people, the search term Joe was confusing or got you other things. So it, it actually went <laughs> through a change and became, went from being J-O-E to J-O-I. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Well, also, I didn't know what JOI was until I started my Instagram. So it's it's definitely very popular. Uh it's very popular among submissive men as a whole. Um but I find that a lot of my guys that like the JOI are not necessarily submissive. They would they don't want the J, the humiliate the humiliating version of the JOI, which is a lot of women seem to think that that's the way to go, but like you said, encouragement. Uh, yes, so, yeah, I was just about to say. So more like the old J O E. Yes, yes. I, yeah. I think I think a non-submissive man can definitely 
enjoy being encouraged to jerk off to, and in the case of our audiences, jerk off to one to to a woman's feet. Um, we've talked about the idea of the the forced foot fetish fantasy on uh, of foot fetishes. It's hard because we are foot fetishes, but a lot of us still kind of in the back of our head like the fantasy of being forced into foot worship or forced to appreciate a woman's feet, even though the reality is we do anyway. Right. Um, so the J-O-Y kind of satisfies that. Um, it's a good, simple, direct kind of I, thing. I got to tell you, I my first one, I sent it out to like four or five different people um, because I wasn't really sure if I was doing it right, you know, or, or doing it well, or, you know, I wanted people's opinion on it. Um, and then the more I did it, the more natural it came. And then it's more of a, then it became like the reality, like, this is how I want you to do it. Yeah. And so most of my JOIs are really, that's exactly the way that I want people to do it. Men, I guess, because most of all of my JOIs are targeted towards men. Well, if you're um, using the term jerk, you're, you're implying a male audience anyway. Uh, and if you're one to use the, the hand gesture as part of the uh, the experience, then the hand gesture has this very Obviously, genetic yeah. <laughs> implication. Uh, not genetic. That's not the word. Genetic implication. Yeah, I don't know that I've seen anyone do, in foot fetish or not, do anyone do a female um, directed masturbation instruction? Um, I'm still there. I have a a female, uh, I have a couple of female uh, followers that are really into, are really submissive and really into feet. And one of them has ordered in the past um, something like a JOI, but it's more like a like let's masturbate together kind of a thing. Mm. Um with That's one I haven't seen in the um in the male JOI. I haven't seen a sort of guided mutual masturbation um video. I'm sure they're out there. I've seen them, not in not like in the in, foot fetish world. Right. Like me just watching porn, like seeing them, <laughs> but not one that I've done or, you know, probably wouldn't do, but or one that I've seen around in the the many only fans that I subscribe to. <laughs> hmm. Depending on if the uh, potential buyer is in fact a potential buyer or a time waster, I may be uh, photographing and directing a uh, JOI video shortly. Ooh, that sounds like fun. Um, no, I don't know. It, it can't really direct because uh, I don't have independent sound. Um, scripting, helping, helping script and photographing forget okay. me. i can't i can't use the english words anymore <laughs> are you drinking today again <laughs> if you had the week i had I, i'm surprised i am not six deep um i know. think if you were drinking uh, this would have gone a whole another direction <laughs> um i i am sipping at the usual rate that i'll often sip through a show but uh I have not even completed one full drink. Uh, I will tell you this at uh, half hour before we um, shot uh, started recording. I actually uh, had a text back and forth with my boss who said, all I want to do right now is pour a drink. And I said, I'm three sips ahead of you. (laughs) 
Oh, that does sound like a horrible week. <laughs> it's it's been a meat grinder, but you know, um, it's the weekend. <laughs> it's the weekend uh, for those of us in the states. It's a long holiday weekend. Uh, well, for those of us in the states, with typical nine to five Monday through Fridays, it's a long holiday weekend. I don't know if you yeah. get to. No, not me. I work at seven thirty tomorrow, uh, Saturday, and I also work at all 12 hour shift on monday so will you get premium pay for that or do we no. have to to your union no <laughs> it's just a regular ass day oh <laughs> uh, well yeah for some of our listeners the long holiday weekend well for for all of our listeners those who had the long holiday weekend will have just ended by the time they hear this <laughs> right <laughs> right. So we have um, just kind of given in. A, you just got a little behind the scenes on uh, the fact that how many days in advance we can sometimes uh, record. So congratulations. Yeah. And now Doc Brown is coming, knocking on my door, telling me that I'm creating paradox again. <laughs> we have to go back. You're ruining it. <laughs> I made a fourth wall break in the podcast. <laughs> Okay, so what? Let's go back to our um, our what did you want me to call them? Sub fetishes. Our foot fetish related. They're foot fetish related fetishes. They're intersecting (laughs) fetishes. They're foot crossovers. Fetish specifics. Um, I know know, a number of people again brought up nylons, and um, we did a whole show about that. And I will never pass up the opportunity to uh, talk about nylons more. Um, and a bunch of them brought up nylons as part of foot sniffing. And we did definitely spend a lot of time talking about smell. Um, sure did. And nylons definitely changes, enhances, increases smell. Um, but these are things where we will say, if you want to hear more of our thoughts on that, find a few prior episodes. The nylon episode is specifically called Oh Those Hoes. And we talk profusely and we will definitely do another <laughs> nylon specific episode but not going to take too much time in this episode about something that we're covered and we'll cover some more yeah i mean i know a little bit about nylons because i wear nylons but i think i'd really like to have someone at the expert level you and know that's telling has... me i'm not well because you're not aware i am not aware no. Of the nylon. So I, I have, want someone that can give us the brands and I the, did you know, have a the fan who, um, I, I forget if it was, if this DM came from the bathtub or not. I think it might have. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, who said, I was trying to take notes, but I lost track. Like, female, <laughs> female listener, but she was trying so hard to to make all the notes on all with, especially talking about the different types of nylons or whatever, and I guess not. Right, because we're like we're like the like all control freaks about the hashtags with the nylons. We're all upset about people hashtagging the wrong nylon type. <laughs> oh man. So yeah. Um, <laughs> Excuse me. But I'm glad seeing that, uh, seeing how much that popped up, I'm glad that uh, like everything else I touch, the nylon fans are going to be the majority of the uh, audience. They really were, yeah. They always um, are. And the funny thing is, you know, my Instagram is is posting pictures of other models, you know, exclusive pictures from models I'm friends with and models who want to, you know, get some exposure. 
And especially the ones who were fairly low in viewers, uh, in, in followers when they hooked up with me as per se, as they get bigger, they're like, I'll, I'll post nylon pictures and then I'll post some barefoot pictures and I'll get like no likes. I'm like, well, yeah, sorry. I brought you my audience. <laughs> right. And now that, that effect, the top toes in hose <laughs> effect is coming over to the podcast. And I've dropped the in hose from my moniker for the sake of the podcast, but well, maybe it's just that you nylon guys are the most opinionated. I mean, maybe those are we just also, the ones that respond to us the most. We also did uh, discover or at least uh, postulate that the nylon fans are also the most polite. So we did say that. Yeah, we did. We did so that let's, conclusion. Not, let's not uh, turn down our, our very polite, very cultured, wonderful nylon fans. And that's why they respond because they're courteous. They're like, oh, somebody's asking a question. We should respond to that. Not like the other guys that are like, come on your feet. Like, come on your souls. Like- right. Yes, we did have a bunch of those. Um, and so now for their sake, we have said, come on your souls. Uh, actually, we brought it up in terms of coming on and uh, licking off and, you know. Right. And some of those guys are very specific. They like to come on a certain type of soul. Um, so like the pink red souls, mm. I, I feel like are a big deal. Um, yes, they like there's... to see, they also like to see the yellow of the, gosh, I can't, I'm not going to explain this right. But when the foot is wrinkled, so wrinkles is another one, by the yes. way, but when the wrinkles foot is wrinkled, when the foot is wrinkled and like sort of held tight in that position, that unnatural position, you've got that blood flow. So it stops in some of the wrinkles and it's extra in some of the other ones. So you have yes, you get the sort of red one. and yellow. Yeah. And then um, I'm going to uh, I'm going to disparage my own people here, but um, the fair Irish girls and probably probably similar of nordic girls and even you know scottish girls but i know it's specifically of the the, the fair skinned especially the red-headed irish girls will have an almost orangey peachy colored soul yep so gingers have ginger souls and i don't mean s-o-u-l because some people say gingers have no souls s-o-u-l <laughs> um but gingers have ginger souls s-o-l-e-s um you know, we are just we're we're referred to as being a ruddy people. We tend to be very pale with very easily flushed cheeks. Very right, and like flushed really easily on the feet. <clears throat> that translates in a very specific way. Um, I haven't seen too many people fetishizing it specifically. Where you said talking about the pinky soul, the very pink colored souls, but among the Irish and probably, as I said, a lot of the Nordic, you know, those of us descended from Vikings originally, that pink soul manifests as more of an orange or coral peach color. Um, And I'm curious if there's any listeners who just like absolutely totally dig the, the orangey souls of redhead girls or guys. Well, that may be why my husband likes the red soul so much. Um, So my husband likes red haired women mm-hmm. like he likes the gingers um they're and... crazy but man can they fuck <laughs> hey us dark-haired girls can fuck too <laughs> oh you latinas are also crazy and can fuck yes um but yeah so he he likes the ginger girls and he 
really likes um we've never made a connection of the two but he really likes when my souls are red so that tends to happen when i'm um oh bring him along like like souls and he'll be in his glory (laughs) you're not gonna let that go no 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 that is the um that is the theme of this episode (laughs) well you know other than when they're caned (laughs) um my souls get red when i'm uh kneeling and i'm sitting on them okay and so he yeah and so he will um you know come up behind me and be like oh your souls are so red you know he likes that i i'm not entirely sure why but that's kind of a big deal Mm. um people like any well not any little nuance people tend to like their own little nuance um, it was funny because you did bring up a couple seconds ago wrinkled souls. And I was very recently um listening, re-listening to our um yeah, it was our last episode. And part of it I was tickling bliss through the and part of it we were just right, a lot. we did. I, it was fun. Uh, <laughs> it was definitely fun. I maybe we need to do that again as part of the tied and tickled series and just have an episode where you talk and I just tickle bliss through the entire episode. <laughs> but, well, I don't know that anybody'd be able to hear us. There's so much laughing. <laughs> true enough. But it was uh, listening back and I was literally describing the wrinkles on her feet. And in listening back, I don't know that I really captured it well, but it was interesting to just hear myself discussing that nuance, which I've never considered myself a particular fan of but in noticing it in that moment i was you know noticing it and really giving it study and enjoying it <laughs> and enjoying it um i don't know that her feet were particularly yellowy but i know i've exp- I, I know what you're talking about there with the, with the sole wrinkle and a, and a good foot scrunch will give the flesh a little yellowy tinge because of the change mm-hmm. in blood flow um it may have also been because I had tickling her before and maybe she had a lot more pink from that. I don't know. But yeah. Um... So then if so then these so then since the red or orangey souls or yellow, whatever, are for a specific or or from a specific uh skin color, so then does that mean that these people is that why some of these people are so race specific with their feet um, I, had... I mean there's people that specifically seek me out because I'm a Latina and you know, I've so it's like, noticed you know, and... I mean it can't be 100% universal but at least what a lot of the Latina foot models bring to the table they tend to be uh, a little wider foot a little rounder foot um, the it's not necessarily that all Latinas have that foot. It's that the that seems to be a little more of what the stereotypical fetishized Latina foot is. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have to look into like ethnic backgrounds of feet because that has to. African Americans, uh, I will admit, for the longest time, I just didn't have an appreciation of the because of the the typical was more of a flatter arch longer foot uh protruding heel um and then mm-hmm. you've got the but a, what a lot of people love about um 
a woman of color's foot is the strong change of pigmentation because the soles right. don't pigment. really light at the bottom, right? Really light at the bottom, and then it gets dark at the top. I'm um, yeah. When my feet are tanned, like in like really tanned in the summer, I get a different type of follower appreciation. Yeah. It's really the, odd and and there's but now as time cool. goes on and I'm more in the the photographic portion of the uh the fetish uh since the Instagram days there are plenty of women of color whose feet I definitely like um that have broken me of the stereotype of only seeing one one look of a woman of color and not necessarily well what I described is more of an elongated flat arch and not very thick or plump foot. And I'm finding that that stereotype is not necessarily true of the community. Right. Yeah. At all. <laughs> and that there are plenty of women of color with who really who, thick, whose feet do match the, the aesthetic I like. So um, also there's the, the Middle Eastern community. Um, huge foot fetish presence in the Middle Eastern community. I joke bec- that uh, it's because in the burqa, the ankle is the only thing you can see. Um, <laughs> I apologize to our Middle Eastern friends. Um, but no, the, 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 the foot fetish community is huge in the Middle East and is strongly targeted at Instagram because of certain, I, I'll, I'll say censorship, so in some of those nations, access to porn is absolutely forbidden, but Instagram is not because it's just a social platform, but because the foot fetish mm-hmm. community has such a strong place on the Instagram community, um, people of the Middle East do have access to that, and it's their one place to express their fetish. So there's a lot of Middle Eastern foot fetish pages, um, and... Middle Eastern woman with absolutely beautiful feet. The only thing that as a stereotype, as a generality, they tend to wear longer nails that I don't necessarily appreciate. I can't say that I've seen many like Middle Eastern foot pages um, where it's the women displaying their feet. I think it's, for me anyway, most of my interactions are with the men that have foot fetishes, not, not women necessarily. I so. don't. Uh, okay. There are a couple I follow, um, women of a middle Eastern descent. No, not even descent women in the middle East, uh, who are running, uh, their own page. There are a ton of, I don't even know if you can call them repost pages because I think they are actually finding their content in other corners of the internet. Uh, but there All are right. a ton. And I think, Forgive the pronunciation, but I believe it's Jurab. I believe that would be J-O-O-R-A-B. I don't know what the word means exactly, but it does seem to be attached to so many of these um, Middle Eastern foot fetish reposty internet find kind of pages. Um, so if you look up, if you just do a quick Instagram search on that word or phrase or whatever it happens to be um you'll you'll find that world very quickly um and it's interesting we'll have to it's it's very much because of their social mores it is very much based on a fully clothed female 
uh, fetish. So the clothed female, nude male, naked male, um, that that power exchange, that dynamic, um, it's not specific to the Middle Eastern fetish, but, you know, because of their social rules, you don't see a lot of anything posted with uh, undressed women of mm-hmm. a, a Middle Eastern descent. But that fetish unto itself has its place and in a lot of the DS kind of dynamic versions of the fetish we've been talking about, um, it, it has its place in the foot fetish community too. Um, it has its place in that JOI thing. It has its place in the ignore. Um, it's it's universal. It's bigger than foot fetish, but it definitely applies. You get the um, the typical leather dom in, in the high boots or just in the stockings and the corset and everything else with the sub who's wearing nothing but a collar. It all well, kind of comes and, around. And actually, just just now, uh, it triggered um, a lot of the Middle Eastern guys. I, I can't say a lot. I'm going to say all of, almost all of the requests that I've had for Animal Crush has come from them. And they, okay, there was one so specific, and this guy would not lay off. Um, there was one very specific one that really stands out because he wanted me to do five minutes in boots specifically like thigh high you know that faux leather um latex kind of a boot um and then with me taking it off saying lick the foot and then lick the foot and then and then back down to squish the poor little chicken or whatever mammal I chose to, to I think we just all have chickens lying around. I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know but it's but it's one of the more disturbing ones for me because I yes I I do insect crush I do yeah. and I we've talked I, about how that's a that's a taboo even within our own taboo right um, um but you know I, I gotta say to these people who judge me on that First of all, shame on you for shaming me, right? And then, yeah. and then, second, you kill flies and roaches, and you know ants in your house all the time. Shut your mouth. Well, so, I, <laughs> I inherently have cows and chickens and pigs killed for my pleasure, and by pleasure I mean enjoyment of food. That's right. <laughs> um, so you know, if you're if you're a vegan and a Buddhist and not killing the housefly, even you know, yeah, you can judge. Um, and I you can understand judge by that. Saying, and you can judge by saying, "I can't do it myself." I right. That's in the case. That's community, fair. I hope that's, that's fair. All any of us ever. Unfortunately, it's not the total truth, but it's it's the optimal truth. I won't do that myself is the strongest answer anyone in the kink community should give about any other kink. But I do understand the idea that this small animal can't consent. But I, I do the, get that. I do. There's but the also, hypocrisy that, you know, yeah, you'd kill it otherwise. Right. Maybe and, and well, you know, and we all wear, you know, leather, uh, leather purses, leather in our car, shoes, belt, you know, belts, all of it. <laughs> Um, and we do kill the, you know, if you found a mouse in your house, you, you, yes, most of us would try to catch it and put it outside, but mm-hmm. it's going to come right back inside. So you would hire exterminators. So, uh, you know, I get it. And the difference is that they're, 
they're almost killing for, I don't know, survival, preservation, right? They don't want their food to be destroyed, their home to be destroyed. Whereas I'm squishing that fruit fly or that cricket for money or for pleasure or whatever. Um, but, But my rule is, you know, uh, nothing, no mammals, nothing with feelings, nothing with pain receptors, you know, um, I think oh, so with... can we expect a lobster a live lobster crush <laughs> out of any? No. I've been asked for crayfish all the time. Yeah, no, they, they fall I... under the insectoid. That's uh, an insectoid I... nervous system. Yes, but but also that's just too big for me. I'm too big of a chicken to do that. I can't. I but just definitely can. not crushing a chicken. <laughs> um, definitely not gonna crush the chicken for that guy. Um, no, yeah. crush the guy no. instead or stomp on his nuts. Yeah, I mean, he can say, you know, he can agree or, or he can consent. The poor chicken really can't. So, right. Um, uh, you know, but I'll, I'll raise chickens and eat them. So, I, <laughs> we have gone <laughs> off into left field, uh, left field by way of Afghanistan or uh, Iran or something. Um, this one was from Iran specifically. I'm yeah. gonna say, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't they... know. I don't know that every Middle Eastern follower of mine is from Iran, but I do know that the most populous city of followers for me is Tehran, and I think that shows up that way slightly misleading because I think all internet traffic hubs through Tehran, so every one of my Iranian followers shows up as Tehran, but it's still, it's a huge. A significant, a noticeable portion of my followers are from Iran. And um, I think the Middle East, what the reason why they have a foot fetish or why they're so intensive in the foot fetish community, I don't know. Uh, I have my suspicions as to why they're so intensive on the foot fetish community in Instagram. And I kind of explained that. Um, And they definitely more often than not their their fetishes explained or not explained it it manifests in the um, male sub male submissive female dom mature mature mature. yeah they like their mature uh women yeah definitely Um, that reminds me of a little something that i did pop up in in one of in a couple of our uh listener comments um they wanted us to discuss um stepmothers and aunties and the bordering on the taboo of incest but not really uh definitely things that fell into the mature um not uh, we can mention that we were asked i don't have a great answer as to why those are specific or much insight into that aside from remembering as a small child that you know noticing the aunt the aunt is the aunt and the and the stepmother well i never had a stepmother but the aunt is safer to notice you don't you don't feel shame if you notice your aunt's feet she's distant enough a relative but noticing is different than you know worshiping like i've got a okay so one of the questions that i asked um i don't remember exactly what the question was i think it was like origin type stories um i've got a significant amount of of aunt related like stories like origin stories like the, it started the with their own fantasy, the aunt origin story and or the aunt fat uh fantasy is big 
and um, I don't necessarily understand it aside from maybe to think of it as a taboo and taboos tend to be a lot of sexual fantasy comes out of taboo as much as we don't necessarily want to admit it. I've got some of my subs that want to call me mommy. I do. Uh, I'm I not hate to speak for somebody else, but when bliss was starting her page, she had a very rabid follower, great follower. Um, he, and I, think they connected because he would only message in ukrainian but we could figure it out translate it and he would we realized he was calling her auntie in every photo comment he made (laughs) yeah nice okay yeah i i don't get called auntie that much i get called mommy uh but i do i do a lot of my followers that's how they develop their foot fetish is it started with their aunt mm. and and, then, and I think that that's okay I I'm not I don't like the whole incest uh like sexual part of it like there's one that you know has this fantasy about or 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 that uh licks his uh aunt's feet while she's asleep and and that's just the whole it goes back to the whole consent thing for me mm. yeah um you know, and, and, and he says, but why? It's not, it doesn't matter. It's nothing bad. And I'm like, it's not bad if the person's okay with it. But, you know, you're as, sexualizing her feet and she doesn't know that that's what you're doing. And she's asleep. As, and as we were talking about this, I think something clicked in my mind. The aunt is the closest person to you, theoretically, uh, the person you see most of the opposite sex. Well, we're saying aunt for men. Um, that is indirectly related to you enough that it is okay or more okay, or even possible to see them in a sexual light. When you're growing up, you know, who is in your life? You're, you're not fetishizing your mother or your grandmother. Right. Um, and, well. you're not, and you're not yet getting out of the house on your own. You know, I'm talking in the formative childhood years. So the aunt is the, the person you potentially see the most of the first person you would see as a person of the opposite or we'll say desired sex um, who is not a direct relative of yours. And I think it might be for that simple demographic reason that it becomes a sort of imprinted sexualization. So the, the mature, what do we, well, you can't call her MILF. You'd call her, I don't know what you'd call her. I guess it's guess just aunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But there's definitely a big following, uh, a big group, a large group of people that enjoys mature feet. Mm-hmm. Some a little bit older than others. Some are like at the, you know, very and senior citizen level and others are sort of. There is a, well, silver foxes usually used as a term for men. Um, but there's a model I follow who's got to be in her late fifties, early sixties, shorter silver hair. She is working it. That page is so much fun. You know, she, she's attractive, not just for her age. She is attractive and, you know, more power to her for yes, being grandmother age and running an awesome Instagram page. Um, I used to follow one, uh, I think her name was Leilani, 
She, oh, had, long, she yeah. had long, long silver long, hair. Long, long silver hair, yep. She looked to be Asian. And I think her Instagram got shut down because she's no longer on Instagram, but I know that she is on other yeah, and I remember social media. Specifically. Yeah, um, oh, she is great. Yeah, yeah. she is great. There's, there's absolutely a lot of mature uh, pages or quote unquote MILF pages. Um, they're not pages, models, people that I... That- but I don't necessarily seek them out because that that fetish. I more just because I'm willing to allow my fetish to span any age group. It doesn't. It's not a age is not necessarily it's not limited. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's gonna be me. I mean, <laughs> I mean, twenty years from now, I'm gonna be running a hot ass Instagram page still. <laughs> oh gosh. My yeah, hair is no. already graying, so um, you know. Uh, yeah, but the, but that's not it's not because of your age it's oh i'm are you saying i'm prematurely gray i think so you're pretty young i don't know i don't know <laughs> a lot of people in my age range just don't even have all their hair so i don't really care what color my hair is and if i really did care i could change the color next week right. it'd be blue i i have very little gray i just have like literally a couple of strands of gray no uh, you're lucky so, but yeah, I actually I don't. I have no objection to the gray that's in my hair whatsoever. Well, um, this the gray is very popular nowadays. Young yeah, girls yeah, are if, paying a lot of money to go gray. If yeah. I could, if I could age like uh, Leonard Cohen or um, um, Anthony Bourdain, may he rest. Well, both of them may they rest in peace. But you know, go well into my elder years with a full head of gray hair. Totally happy with that. <laughs> Um, so is that it? Uh, when, once I've mentioned the hair, of the show is over. Well, well, you know, the, the hair takes the, the steals the show. That's it. It's over. You. <laughs> well, I... it's so ridiculous. Well, let's talk about the hair, more hair than how about hairy toes? Oh, we, didn't we have a brief hobbit discussion? We Did called... we? <laughs> I think we called <laughs> Soul Queen may have admitted to having to shave her toes, and I think we called her a hobbit. It came up in that episode. <laughs> we called you a hobbit. I don't know. Yeah, no, she did say she really had to shave her toes, and she said that if anyone anyone who doesn't admit that they have toes on their hair is lying, but yes, a little, like a little strand here and there, maybe like a little one, but I can't say that I have hairy toes. <laughs> Um, but no, I, there's just like the hairy pit, you know, there are some men that want the woman natural that I think they, there are some seekers of the hairy toes out there, specifically the big toe. They want to see a, a couple of hairs on, mm. on the big you know, toe. I know I'm not a fan. Are, I can't say I'm a fan. There are a good amount of, um, fet- fetish models who definitely either are particularly in or dabble in the foot fetish world who, um, also don't shave their legs um and they have fans who are fans of them either because it's a non-issue to them or be specifically for it um all natural (laughs) we talked last week about you know the the rabid fans of the unpainted toenail uh there are definitely fans all over the place of the most natural and the the least altered then there's fans of the opposite too there's huge fans of 
the most altered, you know, like mm-hmm. extreme pedicures. Uh, they want the acrylic ex- nails, on. extreme false nails or extreme nails uh, tattoos. I happen to like foot tattoos. I think it's really attractive, but that's, you know, an extreme alteration in a sense. Um, yeah, there are people that, that specifically look for uh, tattooed uh, and, feet. And then there are guys who, for to whom tattooing your feet is possibly the ultimate blasphemy of their fetish. Uh, my my husband used to be that guy. He did not like tattooed feet. And I think it's he's changed. I mean, the, like we, we always say, right, the fetish changes, it grows, it develops. Um, and so he's actually thinks, you know, that the tattoos on the feet are really cute. So I think if I wanted to get a tattoo on my feet, he'd be okay with it now. Had you asked him this a couple of years ago, he would have said, hell no. Uh, but now I, I think just he's say... open to it. He likes tattoos everywhere else. Like if it were up to him, I'd be like head to ankle tattooed, but not the feet. <laughs> and I will just say to you, because I know it could potentially cross your mind, because I know some of your fandoms, um, I will say, unfortunately, the Deathly Hollows foot tattoo has become a bit cliched. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> it really has. Yeah. 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 And I, I'm th- sorry to any of the women who got it and, and have been rocking it for a while when it was really a unique idea and I don't mean to, <laughs> to say because you have it you're cliche but unfortunately somebody had to be the first and somebody had to be the 2001st and, well it's um, like the uh, it's like the tramp stamp right in the beginning it was like in the 90s it was like hot shit like oh my god you got, you have a or, tattoo on your back or but tribal, now back, it's... tribal biceps right. for the men <laughs> right and now it's a sign of old age and a tra- it's called a tramp stamp it wasn't called a tramp stamp back then you know so yeah, um, yeah. Uh, toe yeah. rings is another one. Um, yeah, people that's... love their toe jewelry. Yeah. yeah, I I know there are women who absolutely love it, and I there, know there are women who think it's the most uncomfortable thing, or really only wear it for photographs. And there are men who absolutely love it, and men who really could care less. Um, uh, I think a a good toe ring is sexy, but it's. Not something that I can wear every day. My toes are too fat. It's squished together. I can't. No, but if I if I could, I'd wear them all the time. Like just like my anklet, I wear it all the time. But uh, I can't do the toe rings. My my feet are just too. My toes are just too close together. I can't do it. Mm. But I'll wear them out for. I'll wear them out for you know, an outing, a couple of hours. Yeah, uh, I like wearing them in the summer with my flip flops. We're getting um, we're getting on a, a long one here, and, <laughs> and we could easily keep going. And so much of uh, the episode was a little more in the uh, the DS dynamic that I thought we might go out uh, with one on a bang, but uh, well, I don't know. You know, we... we didn't talk about the most common one of all. We just have to at least mention it, which is the foot job. (laughs) The foot job. The foot job. The foot job will have to be. (laughs) Uh, You know what? The foot job could be an episode unto itself. But then there's also the traditional foot job, as it were. And so many permutations. 
there there are so many ways to have foot sex. Um, some of them we only just recently learned. Towing <laughs> is a word. Um, oh yes, I just learned that. Towing would be the the, the podial equivalent of fingering, and then yes. there's footing, or sometimes called foot fisting, which is just what you expect it to be. Uh, and then the, the term foot job usually refers to foot and penis. Mm-hmm. Um, I have dis- get, discussed being face fucked by a foot. Uh, <laughs> that could yeah. be an hours long episode and should be an hours long episode. Yes, I think we'll 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 wrap it up with that. That uh, foot sex needs to have its own episode. And foot sex needs to happen as much as possible. <laughs> it, it, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know that we, I don't know that we foot fetishists can have sex without involving the feet somehow. I, at least for me personally, I think the feet are involved always on some level. Uh, Sometimes it's the main course. Sometimes it's an appetizer. I don't know. <laughs> Just... Yeah. So. Well, we will um, put that down. And uh, as season two keeps rolling along, hope to get to that one and hope to eventually get to everyone you want to hear. Keep the questions, comments, suggestions coming. We love hearing from you. Uh, we will resist the urge to try to run through them all slam bang like maybe we did last week and maybe talk a little more in depth or put them aside for an entire episode like we're going to do with Tide If we missed any, yeah, if, oh yeah, our Tickle episode next, uh, I guess next Tuesday. Uh, The beginning of our Tickle arc, as we put it, our our Tide and Tickled arc. Um, but yeah, if we missed any, which I'm sure we did, uh, you know, let us know what your favorite foot uh, fetish. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> if you want us, if you want to hear us talk about it, let, the only way we're going to is if you let us know. That's right. Or we'll just talk about ourselves. And that's cool. <laughs> I'm good with that. <laughs> Next uh, episode, we're going to discuss Top Toes Paddles. (laughs) (laughs) No, not just yet. (laughs) But But if you want to see them, go check out his fat life. True enough. And um, for those of you who don't care what we're talking about and are just masturbating to our voices right now, you're welcome. Very welcome. Thanks a lot, everyone. Bye. Bye.